0: And welcome in, it is episode number 90. You know what? I was about to say the numbers are going to start getting tough to identify a football player, but I forget that I'm talking to a defensive lineman. <laughs> yeah. So. See,
1: see, the 90 is actually the A.J. Francis edition of my rookie year coming back... To the Dolphins. Okay. I was okay. gonna say we we're gonna
2: start getting into his, and then he switched his number this week. Yeah, I mean but, he's uh, worn about a thousand.
1: I'm right just sitting there thinking there are between 90, 96, 97, and 98, and 99 are all numbers that I've yeah, worn yeah, for right. a, yeah, a season,
0: part of a season. All right, So who's who else has worn number 90 that we could call this?
1: Um, Earl Mitchell.
0: Oh, that's your boy, too, and he's a big wrestling fan. He's a big
1: fan, and he's listened to the show before, Earl Mitchell.
0: All right, we'll give it to Earl Mitchell. The Earl Mitchell edition of Jobbing Out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster of the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone, and um, we are thrilled for this news. Now back fully on the roster, our guy,
1: the main event.
0: AJ Francis of the Washington Redskins. That's
2: a nice trip out to uh, Arizona this weekend for it.
0: Yeah, that is yeah. true.
2: That
1: is we leave true. actually tomorrow.
0: Well, dude, I, I know that, I know it's not really that big of a deal to you because, like, you've been on active rosters for the better part of your life, but.
1: Oh, it's a, it's a big deal. Okay, the, good. The difference in money is, yes. yeah, I mean, Yes,
0: I know, I know. Congratulations. Just
1: think about it like this. I'm actually, this one week on an active roster, I'm going to make more money than if I would have spent the next the last five weeks of the season on the practice it's squad. It's an amazing world, isn't it? It's
0: an amazing world. But not, not that the practice squad thing, you were hurting. Like, it wasn't yeah, exactly no. like you were in the poverty line. Um, but that's, it's, that's awesome. Um, wish you nothing but the best. And also, I still hate you. So nothing's really changed, I think, is the way it goes. Uh, yeah, I saw that you were doing the media tour this week, though. And, uh. Yeah. And I, it kind of backfired on you a little bit, <laughs> huh? No, not at all.
1: Well, wait a not, second. Are you sure? Not even in the slightest. I, uh,
0: I heard that you went on a show the other night on 980, and you were trashing
2: Aaron. Yeah, Aaron is the worst. Well, I know,
0: well, look. First of all, everybody
2: agrees with that. Well, apparently not everyone agrees with that. This is weird. Apparently not everybody agrees with that because
1: you did. Yeah, yeah, I block- did see the Twitter poll, and currently I'm losing the Twitter poll. But what? everyone listening to this show, I purposefully left it up for six days so that after you hear this show, so you can you can see people. You can go and vote on the Twitter poll, and the Twitter poll says, who is your least favorite member of Job Show? Somehow, the guy who gets all the pub, the guy who makes all the funniest jokes, the guy who is easily the most handsome member of this group. Thank you very much. I do appreciate you saying that about me. Somehow, I am... So far, the least favorite member. Well, you, and it, it doesn't bother
0: but, me. But you understand why that is, right? Like, it's- yeah, be, because I don't think because, everything's off. Well,
1: it's because
2: you call everyone idiots. Half right. the time. It's because you get well, some- It's you, because I don't think everything in the world oh, no, 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 is No, no, no. Helpful.
0: It's way less specific than that, dude. It's way less. Or way more specific than that. It, it, you're painting with too broad a brush. It's because you don't hate Roman Reigns.
2: Yeah, yeah <laughs> if, that's probably it. That's the end of it. If you hated Roman Reigns like everybody well, else... Well, no, it's, it's, you are the Roman Reigns of this show. It's Everyone true. boos Roman
1: Reigns, everyone boos you. It's true. That's I not mean, even factually accurate. Every person <laughs> of this show... Every person that voted for me, if they saw the three of us out, would want to take a picture with me.
2: Um, well, I mean, every everyone who boos ah, Roman Reigns would yeah, want to take a picture I mean, with well, Roman Reigns. Hang on a second.
0: Reigns. In fairness... Aaron basically is the James Ellsworth of our group. Let's all yeah, tell Ellsworth. the truth about Please, it. James Ellsworth. And James Ellsworth couldn't be more popular right this now. This is true. So I don't know, man. It's just a weird thing. I don't know if how to I'm describe it. I'm Roger
1: James and Aaron's James Ellsworth.
0: Then who are you? Uh, you know, actually, uh, I, this is funny because I was thinking about this. I was Jerry the King Waller. That's not a bad one, although I'm not quite as no, good. Well, I haven't been as divorced as <laughs> my health is about as bad as his. Um, no, I was actually like I was thinking about this. Um, you, of course, we have, there's three professional wrestlers that are succeeding from our area, right? Right now. I mean, the WWE level.
2: You are there's, not Rich Swan If you're going to, I, go I want to be Rich Swan. I want to be Rich Swan Because I was going to, I was going to give
0: AJ <laughs> Mojo and I was going to give you, well, the you and James Ellsworth, that I think is the most obvious one. And then I wanted Rich Swan out of the deal. You DL.
2: are not Rich Swan. You sons of bitches. I can't even have that.
0: No, no. I can't absolutely even have
2: not. that.
1: Right. Uh, Can't dance, and you're not black. If anyone hears Rich Wine, it's me. Well, so then do I get to
0: be mojo? Cause I can live with that. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I do, guess. I do drink a good bit. I like to throw a nice party, you know what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll handle being mojo. I'm not quite as much in the gym as he is, I don't think. But I'm equally as successful with Can't the Can't dance as well, so. As mojo? I don't know, man. You've I never seen him in a club. Alright. So coming up later on in the program, you know, we didn't have a guest last week, so this week we figured we needed to step our game up a little bit, so we got a Hall of Famer joining the show a little bit later on. The great Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Everybody do it together. Hello! Yes, the great Hacksaw Jim Duggan will be joining the show. Uh, he is coming to town this weekend for MCW. It's going to be a great event. Uh, the the Wolves are going to be there. Davey Richards, Eddie Edwards. Um, really, really cool night. Uh, Saturday night, right? Yeah. We're going back to Saturday night at the MCW Arena our boy Johnny Crabcakes is wrestling again is he? I yeah, that one. Yeah, he's back on the card. He's wrestling. Uh, we love him and apparently he's it's him Hacksaw and the third dude on the team I think is Roman Reigns' cousin cuz they're all cousins.
1: I was going right? to say how many so The Rock <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, it's not The Rock.
2: Lance like,
0: Is that it? I don't know. Well, I mean, no, I... I mean,
2: that that's the—that's one of the uh, the Usos who are, you know, he's part of the Inouye family who goes around the East Coast as I mean, Lance Inouye. That's probably, probably yeah.
0: who it is then. And, uh, yeah, that's the that's the team that they're going to be teaming up together with our boy uh, John Minodakis from Jimmy's Famous Seafood. So uh, we'll talk to Hacksaw a little bit later on in the show. But let's start. We'll make our picks, obviously. As it's been a week and a half, so there's another effing pay-per-view. No, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. I'm looking forward to it a great deal. It's just really weird that it's such a fruit. And I just realized that it means that Aaron's going to be allowed to change his uh uh Thing. picture. Yeah, his, yeah. what do you call that? cover Avatar? Avatar. His avatar comes Sunday, and I'm not happy about that at all. But um, we'll make our picks for that coming up in segment number two. So we'll talk about SmackDown then since the SmackDown pay-per-view. In the meantime, let's uh, let's get into what happened this week on Raw. And were were you guys surprised the way that I was surprised that they decided to do another title flip on Monday nights?
1: Um, I was actually I was shocked that Sasha won, but I can see why they did it. I think they're trying to get Sasha Bailey. I think the end goal is to get Sasha back as a heel. Um, and get Bailey to go against her. Okay. Um, and I think that at WrestleMania would be enormous. Sasha Bailey at Mania would be one of the biggest matches on the card. Um, so I think that if that's their end game, that this is a good move. I never thought that was going to come. I thought that they were going to go with Charlotte Bailey instead. But, um, it, it, it was a great match. It was a fantastic match and like, I think that that finisher that she ended up tapping out to, I think that really may have broke her back. Like, I really feel like that – her spine was in a weird position. That
0: was – yeah. I mean, it was a cool concept. I don't know who came up with it, but that was a but, really cool, cool concept.
2: You know, it's what I've said. Like, submissions look so much better with the women because of how flexible they are and how much better it looks. And that one might have gone over the top with it. Um, I agree with you, AJ. I think that if the end goal is Sasha Bailey, that's absolutely the right move. Um, I
0: that, don't think they can be done though with.
2: Well, they're, there's they're no way you can be, be done least,
0: with Sasha Charlotte.
2: Well, they're, they're going to have a you know the uh, roadblock end of the line. Right, but barely, I guess
0: my question becomes: it, It's clearly a big deal this this pay-per-view streak thing with Charlotte.
1: So how do you handle this now? If you want to get the well, you have the you just out. have Charlotte challenge her not on the pay-per-view. Like Charlotte says, I want my match. Tonight, she got, she got she got the best of me last week, but that was a fluke. Okay. My, so, my, my, then, my so then where then are you going? And then,
0: so then what do you do with Sasha for the pay per view then?
1: Then you can put her with any other stopgap you want to put. Naya. Up. Boy, that's, Naya. A, that's a quick move to Naya.
2: Well, you already have Nia Sasha set up.
1: I hear you, but it's you a. You can quick also you can also go Emelina. Like you can you just well, you can do a ever
2: actually shows
0: up? I mean, I'm not certain. I think that you would have to, if it was a stopgap, it would have to be Dana, because if you're saying that that Sasha has to, yeah, be. I don't think you can have Sasha roll through Naya. You know what I mean? Like that, you can't have Naya I, lose. I, I
2: think the whole situation is a little weird right now because I agree that it seemed like they were going toward, like, like you said, it seemed like they were going towards Charlotte Bailey, but if they are. Putting the title back on Sasha, I agree again with AJ. I can't believe I'm agreeing with AJ so much. Jesus. This only makes sense if you're trying to s- turn Sasha heel, basically. because oh, and,
0: and she had kind of a heel moment in that yep. backstage interaction exactly. with Bailey. I mean, there was a bit of a heel, you know, I don't care about you, this isn't about you type of, of moment there. And then you put anyone with Ric Flair, you know, there's a natural Which heel. Which was very
2: weird. It, was it? it they, had she mentioned Ric Flair once before this week? No,
0: but uh, did they know that Ric Flair was going to be there before this week?
2: Well, but, I mean, like, she's like, oh, you know, it's not about me. It's not about Charlotte. It's about yeah, the I mean, legacy I, of Ric Flair. It, it would have been nicer if they had known. But, it
1: wasn't, but didn't Ric Flair, uh, before he left, come out and in support of Sasha? Oh,
0: I do think he did say something once. Did he say something I think something one time once? he said something about Sasha. Uh,
2: has he been seen? I Honestly, I don't remember. Has he been seen since that when uh, Charlotte ran him down and basically kicked him to the curb?
0: No, I don't think so. I don't think so. I just I feel like I remember him saying something positive about Sasha before he left. I just I I think AJ's right about that. And I'm saying that I don't know that. I'm not right, I just right. feel like I remember something like that. And again, yes, if they had known it, I it look, if they knew 2 weeks ago that Ric Flair was going to be there, then they effed up not having Sasha start laying that out there. But my guess is they didn't have that finalized. It was
1: also, but, dude, we were, they were in Charlotte. Like, well, yeah, no, I mean, clearly helmet. he was going to be there. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying it was, Ric Flair comes out and raises Charlotte's hand after the match with, I mean, raises Sasha's hand with, after the match with Charlotte. That's a really nice big oh, moment. It I don't it was think that they had to yeah. build that up for that.
0: No, no, no. I, I think you're it's two different things. I'm in agreement with you that you didn't have to do it this way. To Aaron's point of, if you knew, if you knew he was going to be there, it would have been nice to have sort of been it, it, dancing around it, it for a couple It just seemed weird that
2: that big the big promo, the big, you know, oh, this is all, it, it just seemed to come out of nowhere, and I really don't like the come out of nowhere you moments. You see, I, and,
0: and, and I hear you, it, but I don't. It's
2: not a huge thing, it's just it was it, something that, that tweaked me a little bit nah, there.
0: Yeah, you're stupid. I think that didn't ruin anything. I think it was fine. I think it was totally fine because it was Ric Flair and Charlotte, and it was, the match was so good and the whole thing. Um I do I really do think there's a question about what you do now. And if AJ's point is you you I just don't know why the Charlotte thing and the pay-per-view thing is such a big deal. I just don't really un- I guess it's, I don't really understand that. Yeah, I, I don't quite get the end what's the end game?
1: No, I, the I end think game is that, end the game. end game is that Charlotte's the one that comes back after Bailey when Bailey wins it from Sasha. Right. And it's uh, and it'll be on a pay-per-view and she'll beat
0: Bailey. Okay, but the point is she has to lose at some point. Like it, it's, it. Does she on a pay per view? Charlotte
2: has to lose on a pay per view at some not, point in her life. It's not just
1: pay per views. It's a single. It's singles titles matches.
2: That's a, what she's. I thought right, it was right. single. Wait, is, I guess it's the same thing right now. Singles title, single pay per view.
0: Well, so she's lost a singles match on a pay per view that wasn't a title match.
2: That's what I'm saying. I think they're the same thing at this moment. That all of her singles matches have been title before the matches, title,
0: so right? Yes. So either you have to keep putting her in tag team matches. Or she has to lose at some point in her life.
1: Or she can be the second match on the card that's not in the title match and lose then.
0: But right, the, or you have but, to differentiate but, somehow, yeah. right? I guess. But then is that... You just right? say title okay, matches. Okay, but then what she kind of streak of is... Then then day what day. is the, it's, like, it's like being the... I, I'm the tallest guy in the smallest building in Kuwait. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Is it is it really an accomplishment if you've got the longest streak of victories... In, in If you're
1: undefeated in title matches on pay per views, yeah that's kind of I a big deal. guess, day. except for the
0: fact that it seems like now if you have a title match that isn't on a pay-per-view, you're always losing. Like I, I, I think at some point you're so hellbent on keeping this part of it that you're that you're maybe trying a little bit too hard. Like I don't think it's the end of the world if Charlotte loses a match on a pay per view just because I don't I don't know what you're saving that for. And if 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 you think you're saving that for maybe the answer is and, and I'll paint the picture. Maybe
1: maybe, maybe they're not doing it on – they're doing it on Raw because they're really trying to get uh, people to watch. Okay, and I'm not saying that that's not a good for idea. For years, people bitched about no title changes on Raw. I hear
0: you, dude, but it's clear they've gone out of their way to now have two on Raw that involved Charlotte, and it it seems as though it's clear that, that the streak is a big deal to them. Now, it, it, if that's because ultimately in building up Bailey and whatever their plans are for Bailey. They want ultimately Bailey to be the one to beat Charlotte, you know, on a on a pay-per-view to lose a couple to or something along those lines. That's that's uh, you know it would certainly be a big moment, right? If they yeah. if they can make this streak more and more credible in the process to lead to that, um, you know, I could hear that out. I just I I worry they're overthinking this with the streak. I just don't know that it says it's not it's not the
2: Undertaker streak. It's not. You but know, maybe it can be really no no that's what i'm like it's such a specific thing that i don't know
0: that you can make this to be that big of a deal i, I don't know maybe i'm overthinking it too who knows you are all right well fair enough now we've solved that
1: uh moving
0: on
2: <laughs> moving on uh
0: what else happened on raw on monday night that matters
2: hey Heyman's promo was fantastic it was good it, it was definitely just, good and it, it it laid the groundwork what we talked about before about the you know comes back more focused and well, oh, they, you they, mean
0: they, they laid the groundwork? Yeah, yes. Re- re- did, did, to I, did I not oh. say last week, you've got plenty of time to do it. you just gotta, you just got to go show your work. They goes and went and showed their work. So you know what? I'm happy now. I don't, I don't Who understand. Would Who would ever guess? All... You're right. Why do we do a podcast every week? Why don't we just wait and do the podcast at the end of wrestling? Because everything's going to change between now and then. When I can only react to what I've seen, I'm I've gonna say, they got work to do. But I think I even said last week, they got work to do, but they got time to do it. And they did it. And I'm happy about that now. It's all good. Brock Lesnar is gonna be in the uh, Royal Rumble. That's not a bad thing. I'm happy about that. And he's coming
1: after Goldberg, which is clear, and I think that is, like we said, uh, what was it, a week ago now, or two weeks ago now? Uh, the, it was a week ago, uh, that, Brock Lesnar, his main objective in the Rumble should be Goldberg, and then once he eliminates Goldberg, it sets up Goldberg Brock a real match at Mania, perfectly.
0: Yeah. Oh, I think I think it sets up for Brock yep. to go eliminate Goldberg, and then like completely uh, eliminate himself. Right. I was in gonna the say process. they they, yeah. they
2: end up brawling and they both go over right. something I, along I, those lines. I think lines. that's
0: I think that's totally fine. Um, you know, it, it it gives more excitement to the Royal Rumble, which they need because it's in a Dome, so yep. that you know they need to sell some more tickets. You, the
1: easiest way to rebuild Brock listeners to have him eliminate Goldberg, and then have him eliminate um Braun Strowman by himself. Ah, I almost
0: i I would almost say you don't only because when it, what's the payoff for Braun Strowman? Right, right. Like if you're gonna. Not- go-
1: not you don't. Not every elimination in the pay-per-view in the Royal Rumble is, has a pay I
0: hear them. you, but I think it's specific to Braun for Strowman. Bro, bro, that should right. be his like,
2: environment. And yeah, should, that should
0: be... you want him to be a monster, so if somebody defeats him, then I would feel Especially like... Especially
2: single-handedly. If they do like the 12-on-1 It's Brock
0: thing. Lesnar. Uh, dude, I'm not saying it hurts Braun Strowman in general. What hurts Braun Strowman is that if he gets nothing, if there's no rub for him. If that sets up, if what you're saying is, okay, let's do that, because then at SummerSlam, Braun Strowman can get his revenge on Brock Lesnar or attempt to get his revenge on Brock Lesnar, I'm down. I'm down with that. That's all, to me, you have to do is you have to – there has to be some inherent value. Otherwise, why do that to Braun Strowman when you've been trying to build him up as a monster? You don't have an answer. You don't
1: know. <laughs> no, I, you guys just think about it too much. Roman Reigns eliminated Rusev from the Royal Rumble two years ago, and, and, I, and there was no feud that came out of it. I mean, and he well, was R- a big Rusev... monster at the time. He, he wasn't being positioned the
2: same way that Braun is being positioned right now. I do now. agree
1: with
0: that, but secondly,
1: I he was undefeated.
2: But he wasn't like, like he wasn't an, a, an undefeated you remember, champion. Remember, you said it was a week a week or two ago that Braun Strowman is different from these other guys. Yeah, he's, yes, he's yes a, he, a, is, a, he is. He is, and you guys disagreed with me. Well, I don't, I'm using your points against you. I didn't disagree with you. I though. don't think Aaron did. I think
0: I might have. Yeah, I think I might have said there's been other monsters before. And so I, I do think I've said that. But I think that's my point. My point being, again, all of this is fine. I just don't think if you just end it like that, what was the point? Really? Just to just have to remind people that Brock Lesnar's a monster? I don't think you forgotten that Brock.
1: You guys, I mean, you guys literally said that they have to remind people how good Brock Lesnar was on last week's show. You said that. I don't. We didn't say we had to remind yeah. people how good he is. We just he
2: needs to be focused again. He needs to be a slightly different character. He needs to. He can also have accomplish this by changed.
0: tossing a car. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and like, there's a lot of things that you can do with Brock Lesnar.
2: We, we said do the Rocky montage with him.
0: I'm all for that. Um, but I thought I did. I thought it was a really. You good You just promo. want to see him run on the beach. Why wouldn't you? Name one reason why that's a bad idea. Cause uh, I'm a heterosexual male. Oh. Are, are you sure? Are you certain? <laughs> have you seen, have you seen the montage? Actually, you know what? If there's a beach scene that makes me wonder, it's the Daniel Craig scene, the first time he was uh, James Bond. When he gets up out of the water, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I'm not into dudes. But that guy looks really good. It's <laughs> a weird thing, man. Uh, what just happened here? I think I just came out. know What just happened? It
2: was really strange. You may need to get your wife on the phone <laughs> here. Um, Forget Hacksaw. We have a different uh, guest on what, the line what, coming what, up what, later what, in the show. What
0: was that? I think I just lost my mind. Uh anything else? <laughs> uh yeah,
2: well we do have kind of where we're heading towards roadblock end of the line. Yeah. As far as the title match and then the secondary match goes, it right. seems very clear at this well, point. Well it's what we thought it was going to be. I, well, we I were don't... hope you were hoping well, that no, it would but be it's a far It's
0: what was announced. It's yes. what we knew that a- we made AJ cover his ears for yes. every time. We knew these were going to be the two matches and I just said I was gonna be disappointed by that because I think that all four of these guys should be in the program together. Now look it, you're getting it's nothing is wrong with either of these matches. They're both great. I just don't feel as though right now you should have any of these four guys separated from each other, that they are so intertwined. And as I said, until Monday, and AJ pointed out all you got to do is have Roman Reigns win a number one contender match, and that's exactly what he did. So Roman Reigns on Monday interjected himself into the conversation. But why isn't Seth Rollins also in the conversation, right? Like that's the part that bothers me. It's fine. Seth Rollins and Chris Jericho is going to be great because it's Seth Rollins and Chris effing Jericho. Yes.
1: I think I think uh, the way they they're doing it is have Rollins so mad at Jericho, which he proved on Monday by how he attacked him, that he takes himself out of the title picture. Right. Like which is more concerned. Some, it happens a lot in wrestling, but that like it happens a lot where you would think that a guy would want to go back after the title, but. They find a reason for him. So, not someone, to go ahead. someone's right. wrong. Tim, right. I'm so, so I'm pissed going, off at yeah. you.
0: My personal vendetta is more important right. than exactly. winning the belt. And Which that's is... it's fine. Again, I'm, the ultimate result. And there's no complaint about either one of these matches, right? I just preferred to see the four-way. That's all. That's all this was. Was like preference, me personally. But there's zero wrong with getting uh, Roman Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens out of this. Like that's gonna be great. It's gonna be. Uh, an ass kicker. It's gonna be a humdinger, whatever you want to call it. It's gonna be a great slobber, slobber, knocker. slobber knocker, Jim Ross might call it. Like it's gonna be fine. And Chris Jericho, Seth Rollins, is gonna be fucking incredible. Yes. So I have no actual complaints coming out of any of this. This was all about my personal preference. That's all it was. But we're gonna get. It is oh, still, we already
1: figured learned it's your personal
0: preference. Well, yeah. is, <laughs> is 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 James Bond walking on the beach? Oddly enough, it's that's what I'm into.
2: Uh, Did anyone else get satisfaction out of Rusev destroying Enzo? I don't know why, but I, I felt just the way that Enzo's really? played out the past two weeks, I was like, yeah, Rusev, kick his ass, he deserves it. What? I, dude, he came, he hit, he appeared naked in front of his wife last but week. But not because he wanted oh, okay, okay, okay. to. and that's why, this week he comes out and he starts running, you know, running his mouth again. Because
0: Rusev talked shit to him last week.
2: Rusev talks shit to him, and then he comes out again and says, "Oh, I, your wife was thinking about me again." Rusev's reaction was perfectly logical there.
0: Do you know with certainty that his wife wasn't thinking about
2: Enzo? I, I do not, and in fact, Lana's face made it seem like maybe she might have been. So you tell me, you tell me. Hey, it's possible, but he still deserved to get his ass kicked for I it. wholly disagree. I I don't Holy know. disagree. I, I got satisfaction. The man out of was it. locked
0: out of his locker room. Okay. By his tag team partner in a prank, and he had no choice. Did, did, did you see
2: Summer Rae's tweet, by the way, after that? No. It was. I'm surprised that WWE retweeted a let it stay out because she just uh, like it wasn't uh, it wasn't turkey for Lana. It was pot roast. <sighs> mm. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's uh, yikes. I don't know about that at all. Yeah. Um. Well, look. As I said, that's setting up the cast and Rusev, and that's a yes. good thing. I think we all can get behind that. And another title title defense in their new day. We knew that was coming. I again, how many times they needed to beat the club? I just, I don't know that I understand that. But
2: James Cesaro, yeah, it, good too. That, like the, the the tag division. Once the get, Cesaro thing was. Once great. you get past this, they have to be demolition. Right, right. It, it should open things up.
0: No, but. I thought I thought the whole backstage or the uh, the thing at the bar was really good. I thought that was really good too. Yeah,
1: it was. It was my favorite thing that they did was uh, that they had the foresight to have another group of people pretending to be in a bar on the other side of the wall when they threw the guys through the wall. Yeah. That, was yeah. nice touch. Yeah, that, it that was a nice touch. Yeah, that was touch. good. I agree. That but nice I, I did love how
2: they didn't even. Bob, like, you know, sometimes they try to get, like, real low-level guys when they're in it. No, no, this was, like, the top of all, some of the East Coast indie guys. Like, Tessa Blanchard oh, okay. was the girl at That's the cool. bar That's and cool. some of the real top. It's like, no, 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 these, these guys are wrestlers, you That's can tell. Cool. That's yeah.
0: cool. I dig that. All right, very good. We will grab a break when we come back in. we got to make our picks for Sunday, 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 and uh, TLC, which is coming up on the WWE Network and technically still on pay-per-view, so we'll do that when we come back in. I'm Glenn. He's Aaron, and he's the main event. AJ Francis, this is Jobbing Out. How well do you pick weekly NFL games? Pick Factor is the free new app that lets you pick each week's games and see how you do against your friends or against the whole country. Join other leagues or create your own custom league all for free. Pick Factor is easy to download from the Google Play Store or the App Store. When you open the Pick Factor app for the first time, a full tutorial shows you what to do. Play against the Press Box staff. When you download Pick Factor, click Join a League and enter league name PBS for PressBox Sports. Once you enter PBS,
3: you'll be able to see how your weekly picks do against the PressBox staff. This week, anyone who beats the PressBox staff will automatically be qualified to win a $25 Royal Farms gift card. One winner will be chosen from everyone who beats our entire staff. You need to be 18 or older to enter and live in Maryland. No purchase is necessary. We will notify the winner through email in the Pick Factor app. If nobody beats our entire staff, the person in our league with the highest score will win the $25 gift card. To get the most points, fill out your picks by Thursday. It's
0: you against the PressBox pros. Download the Pick Factor app in the Google Play Store or the App Store.
3: Stay up to date with all the latest Ravens game day info with PressBox's Project Game Day. Use your phone, tablet, or computer to get a live stream of the latest social media, video links, and pictures keeping you in touch with every aspect of this week's game. In front of the TV or on the go, use any smartphone or computer to get into the action now at PressBoxOnline.com slash gameday. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash gameday. PressBox's Project Game Day is presented by ParXL and Geico.
0: So I have a great idea. Okay. Put me in the back of a truck. You can drive. No. With a bunch of clothes, winter clothes. No. And drive me downtown for eight years. You've been trying to (laughs) do this. And I'll (laughs) throw the clothes out to homeless people. We're not doing it that way. All right. But I do have a good idea. Okay. Let me hear. it. Instead, we're gonna raise all these coats and then we're gonna take them to the Helping Up mission and we're gonna let them get them to the right people. But we've been doing that for like five or six years. Yeah, and it's worked really well. Don't worry with that. No. Let's do it the right way. All right. Well, let's do it again then. Glenn (laughs) Clark, Drew Forrester, and yes, we're gonna do the coat drive again this year. Tell us about who's involved and where people can take. who coats. isn't involved? We need your coats. We need your sweaters, your sweatshirts, your gloves, your hats, your socks, kids' clothing, women's clothing. We need it all. Uh, we're going to have a couple of different locations. We'll have to get that to you here eventually, but for sure we know that we're going to go to Helping Up Mission on December the 20th to hand out all of the clothing. I'll tell you in the meantime, you can bring them by the studio, 3600 Clipper Mill Road here in Hamden, Suite 155, anytime. You can we're going to have, have an event at Glory Days Grill on December the 13th, and we're going to do something at Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square as well. Correct. And, Jerry Toyota. So we're gonna have a bunch of different locations for you to drop stuff off. It's the coat drive. Are you Eighth? sure you don't want to do the truck. No, change? we're just stop. One, stop it with the truck. Just one year.
3: No. All no. right, we'll, we'll do help, this helping one. up mission. And old, and I do mean old, familiar voice, is back. Stand the fan. With the Bat Around every Saturday, along with Adam Gladstone, we'll look to entertain, inform, and educate our listeners right here on PressBoxOnline.com. Click on the Listen Live button to hear the Bat Around every Saturday, 10 to 12. Stan the Fan and Adam Gladstone, Real Baseball Talk is back. Go to PressBoxOnline.com slash Stan the Fan to hear the Bat Around every Saturday from 10 to 12.
0: Back in here for segment number two. It is jobbing out. Glenn Clark, Aaron Oster, and of course,
1: the main event.
0: Washington Redskins defensive lineman A.J. Francis. Don't forget, coming up in our next segment, the Hall of Famer, Hacksaw Jim Duggan will join us. But before we get to that, we need to make some picks for Sunday nights. As yeah. another pay-per-view, another pay-per-view. That's another the way that it
1: goes. Smackdown. I can't wait t- for Aaron to lose this one. T- I too. know. I'm gonna. It, it's Bray
2: Wyatt in the pay-per-view.
0: <laughs> and Aaron's losing.
2: Um. So yeah,
0: TLC coming up Sunday nights. Uh, this one's at eight o'clock, correct? This is not a seven o'clock pay-per-view. I,
2: I would hope so, because I don't know how you're getting four. It, Br- yeah.
0: Bring your level up or bring your gain up just a little bit, if you don't mind, Aaron. Um, yeah, I believe that is yeah. correct. I believe that this is merely an 8 o'clock pay per view. Although, nothing, I don't put anything past him at this now, point. Now, watch it should be 8 o'clock, but somehow go
2: to 11.45. Nah, eh,
0: I'm not gonna complain about it. I'm not gonna complain about it if we get good matches out of it. Alright, TLC, tables, ladders, and chairs. This one. What uh, happened
2: to the stairs? Oh, that yeah, was that the one. Was a, that was a one-time thing. Why did they do that? I don't even remember. What was it? it was it was Big Show, Rowan, right? That was the match.
0: But what was the yeah. stair obsession? They they because wanted they, they wanted, wanted a gimmick Big for Big Show's it. head
1: on the stair or
2: something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and they just wanted a gimmick match for them, and they had tables, ladders, and chairs assigned to other people. So they're like, okay, let's. Okay, what rhymes with chairs? Oh, stairs. Right. We're gonna so make we're, a stairs we're match. Riding.
0: All right, uh this one comes to us from Dallas, Texas, and it's at 8 o'clock on Sunday night on the WWE Network, which I believe is available for
1: 1442. God, um, I hate this bit. <laughs>
2: See the thing is, you you keep doing that, and eventually there's going to be the tiered price. So one of these times you're going right to be right. I'm going to end up getting it right. You're going to get it right. Which
0: bits do you like? I always forget which bits you like and which bits. I you
1: love his John Cena in this match. I love oh, yeah, that. You like you like the Brent Grimes one, right? Oh yeah, that's, that's a great bit. I like the Brent Grimes bit. That's,
2: that's a good a bit. Really we haven't talked about. By the way, who who is Brent Grimes? Yeah, I don't. It doesn't. doesn't I, I did that on Twitter during the Bucks game uh, this what weekend. Is, what does
0: he do for a living?
2: What is he? This,
0: what is does he what
1: is, he? what is he? Is he a is he a person? Where does he play?
0: God, there's nothing funnier than when like all of the all of the white people I know get worked up by something that Miko does on Twitter, right? And like I just start giggling because I'm like I like all of these people. <laughs> I just don't know what they do for a living. I'm not sure how they make their living. Ah. <laughs> oh. All right. Um. So yeah, Sunday night. Aaron, uh, what's the first? Oh, we need to create a a penalty. Yes. I guess right. We need a bet here.
1: Yep. And I have a little bit of an idea. Oh, yeah? Oh. In, in honor of Hacksaw Jim Duggan coming on our show, I say loser has to go to a few public places carrying an American flag and yelling HO I think it's it would be really a good cool. little montage bit, and I think it would probably be really Aaron good. covering himself in syrup, which still
2: has not happened. I under, it's happening before this paper. I will promise you that ah. it's happening before the next show. It's gonna happen.
0: And you're, you're uh, doing where you're gonna put the makeup on? Makeup on, and then yeah,
2: right. it'll be really, right. really weird. I don't know why you want to see it. But this it's might be.
0: Happen. This might be. This. Oh no! You know what? We can't do this WrestleMania weekend because it would just be normal. Oh, uh, That's well, the problem. I was be, gonna say uh, it would be too normal. Yeah, you, I, was gonna,
2: I, I was gonna suggest SmackDown. But since that's coming up.
0: Right? Oh, I can't make it for All SmackDown. Right. And the same thing, it'd be too normal. Right. Like that's the exactly. issue. People, you just walk into the building, you'd be like, oh, and everybody's like, yeah, oh, yeah. they just do walk in the you. green turtle.
2: People are gonna do it right back.
0: So I do think it just needs to be at a random public place. You walk in, you yell out, oh! You got to carry the American flag. It should you? have
1: to be before the SmackDown. Uh, no, I, I he
2: doesn't want it to be anywhere. I don't near think it'd be the anywhere. Smackdown.
1: There's gonna be a lot of wrestling. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm saying it has. It should be done before the SmackDown date.
0: Yeah, before December thirteenth. I do agree with that. Are you gonna be able to go? I just realized that like you're a Redskin, so you're gonna be able to go. Holy
1: hell. yeah, I'm gonna great. be I'm gonna be there.
0: I don't know if I'm gonna be able to make it, but we'll we'll see we'll see. All right. Um. Anyway, that's I like it. Let's do that. That'll be the bet for this week. Six matches on the card. Aaron Oster, what's the first one we're picking?
2: Uh, first match will be a singles match between Nikki Bella and Carmella. AJ. Mm. <laughs>
1: Singles match: Nikki Bella, Carmella. Oh, and it is
2: no disqualification.
1: No DQ. I gotta go. Is John Cena's girlfriend in this match? (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna go with Nikki Bella. This is weird. It's so weird. It's a tough pick. It's
2: it's not an easy pick. I was gonna say this whole pay per view. There's like two matches I'm even mildly confident on. You know, like what's
0: What's the point I'm, of having Nikki win this match?
1: What, she's getting ramped up for a run leading you want to, to have her back Mania? into the,
0: the title picture. Okay. Yeah. I mean, Carmella clearly stands more to gain with a victory, and I I can't. The problem is you haven't really gotten this. How long has this thing been going on now? Pretty much since they after SummerSlam. And right? what have we gotten out of it? Nothing. Right. So like it's a weird thing where it feels like it needs a blow off, despite the fact that like we've had so little. An actual match between these two because we had the, the Survivor Series thrown in there. <sighs> you know, I was going to pick Carmella, but AJ actually just sort of sold me on the Nikki Bella. <laughs> just because
2: she's John Cena's girlfriend? <laughs> no,
0: more on the which makes more sense. Like, do they envision Carmella moving into the title picture and, and this being a bump? Clearly, they envision these two something getting something out of this or it wouldn't be on the pay-per-view. Right. Which is more plausible that they envision Carmella using this as a bump to get her into the title picture or they envision This as Nikki Bella getting a bump and getting back into the title picture.
1: Yeah. T- if I also like to point out anyone who doesn't think Nikki Bella is going to be in the title match at WrestleMania this year is a buffoon. Well,
0: they do have a show called total Bellas. So you know, <laughs> there is that. Yeah. Nikki Bella is going to win the match.
2: Here's my thing. I agree with you that if I thought that she was going to be, Put, you know, if one of these is going next into the title picture, it's probably Nikki. Here's the problem. I don't think that Nikki is going for the title next because she still has that unresolved thing at who attacked her at Survivor Series. This is a no-disqualification match, seemingly for no reason. Could you see a, whether it's Natalia, whether it's whoever else they decided to have it, having that person come out and attack Nikki Bella again? Yeah, it's possible.
1: And <laughs> that's the only way that Carmella wins. I thought about and, that. And that
2: that's issue. And that's my... I feel like that's what's going to happen. Where, whatever, whether Nikki wins or Carmella wins, Nikki is going into a feud with that person, whether it's Nadia or whether it's. By the way, we haven't heard anything from Eva Marie in forever.
0: No, I, that's probably for the best. I, I'm
2: I'm, saying, I'm not saying it's a bad it could thing. Could Eva Marie? But like, would you put it past them for it to no, be Eva Marie? No, wouldn't put
0: it back past them, except for the fact that like, did they think she can wrestle?
1: She's had another month off. She might be a month
0: better. Really, really. <laughs> Well then, she's a, she's still about twenty billion months not good enough.
2: Um, oh boy, I, I feel like no matter how the match ends, the the segment ends with someone standing over Nikki Bella being that person. I just don't know if it's before the match ends or after the match. Oh, I'm gonna regret this. I'm I'm gonna go Carmella. All right, all right, I like it. Next match, uh, Kalisto versus Baron Corbin. Um.
0: I mean, there's, there's no real world in which Kalisto should be able to beat Baron Corbin. I don't, I don't sense that they're trying to re-elevate Kalisto. I, there's always the, it's always the possibility that they want to use a Kalisto match to re-establish him as their top Latin superstar, right? There's always that possibility. That at yep. any moment, they want to remind you, he's supposed, you're supposed to like him like you like Mysterio. Remember the other, the guy with the mat, remember? Treat him that way. Like there's always that member. possibility. Yeah, member bear is there. You member. I member. Um The Member Bear is completely gone from this week's South yes, Park by that, the way. That was
2: weird. That was really weird. I, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, oh. boy. It was good. <laughs> it's it's interesting. <laughs> it's it's yeah. Um And she's
0: really funny. Uh <laughs> I, Baron Corbin has to win this goddamn match,
2: right? Baron Corbin. That that's where I'm at. Like it seems like they're finally Finally, starting to do something with Baron Corbin. I'm not still even certain of that. <laughs> it seems, I said seems By like way, it.
0: Wait, why didn't we not do the memorial episode for Apollo Crews? I don't understand why we didn't, like, he's clearly dead. It's very, very apparent that Apollo Cruz is dead. Why didn't we do, like, a memorial? And why did they kill Jack Swagger off? I feel like that
2: was a decision. Curt Hawkins? Remember all the promos for him? God oh, damn. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I, if you're not going to do something with Baron Corbin now, you're just not going to do, and you might just never do anything with Baron Corbin. But it, yes, Baron Corbin. Yeah, yeah, I'm
1: going Baron Corbin as well.
2: I mean, I, I just there's no way that Baron Corbin should be losing that match. Next one. Uh, this is the first of four title matches. There are only six matches on this card. Yeah. And uh, the tag match, which will feature Heath and Rhino against the Wyatt family, and. The only way... Are you going to
1: make the same mistake twice?
2: No, no, I'm not going to make the same mistake twice. I'm betting on Bray Wyatt. But you know what it is? I'm betting on Bray Wyatt, which means that Randy Orton's going to turn on him here and set up something for the Royal Rumble. That's probably true, by the way. <laughs> this is, That's this is probably true. Have, but no, I'm picking the Wyatt family. Um. Now you're see, now you in a trouble because you know my, uh, my yeah, hack on picking the Wyatt
1: family. You have a lot of weight. I can't lie. You have a lot of weight. Uh, I'm still going to go with the Wyatt family.
0: I mean, this is way less to do with the Wyatt family than it does have to do with Heath and and Slater or Heath and Rhino, who they're clearly already just sort of over. Like they're they're giving them no TV time. They just don't care about those guys right now. So they have to get the titles off of them. And and I hope that they don't just sort of throw them to the garbage after that. But they have to get the titles off of them. There's the, you just there's no other option here. The Wyatt family win the match.
2: Next. Uh, next we have the ladder match in the TLC, which will be the Intercontinental title, The Miz vs. Dolph Ziggler.
1: Um, I think it would be cool to do the same thing they're doing with the women's title on Raw with Ziggler and Miz. I think it would add, it would be an easy way to extend the feud to, rest, to Royal Rumble if they wanted to do that. Um, which, cause I think, uh, would anyone disagree with me that they think this feud could have more juice?
2: Um, Maybe. I I will say, though, they have, you know, Mick said straight out, this is the last time you guys are facing. Granted, they
1: can easily go yeah, back that, on yeah. that. you watched professional wrestling I was going to say, they can go back on it, but life. they did
2: say it. I'm, just, I'm just throwing that out there.
1: But <laughs> even with that's what I think that would be cool if they did it, I still think The Miz wins the match.
0: You know, if this is... The ultimate blow-off. The Miz should come out on top in this feud. There's just a couple of questions. The first being, don't you need somebody, well, you know, as I say this, I, I guess you can just have AJ be, a heel, be the heel champion for a long time. Yeah, that's that's my point. Yeah, I mean, that's a good point. I just I I feel like at some point the Miz has to be out of this picture and into more of the the top of the card. But the truth is this is sort of the top of the card right now. I mean this isn't the title match, but it's it's right there at the top of the card for SmackDown. So so yeah I I I guess all right let me let me think this through for a second. Who would be next in line if the Miz were to win to move into the picture to fight for the strap?
2: The Undertaker, wait, the big strap?
0: No, 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 or, for, or for his. Intercontinental. Yeah, That's here, and I, I'll bring this up. I think there's a more plausible argument if you're going to blow this off, that Dolph Ziggler as a face would have an opponent in Baron Corbin mm-hmm. as a heel. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to blow it off, I think there's a way more plausible path than there is with. The... I
1: I think you're I think you're taking into account that you're. Clearly, you're going to pick Dean Ambrose to win this match? Um, Um, Not necessarily. At the end of the show? No. Not necessarily. Well, well, if not, then there's one person right there that could be in a feud with The Miz.
0: But could you.
2: It would feel weird to do that that quickly. To just say, oh, okay, I'm done with the title. Okay, moving on to IC.
1: Not moving on to IC. He could have a beef with The Miz himself and not make it about the title to start. And then it becomes about the title.
0: You know what? Fuck it. I'm taking Dolph Ziggler. And if I gotta walk into a room and scream a oh, ho, I've done it before, oddly
2: enough. <laughs> <laughs> I I just don't know why you hot potato the belt like this. Like, if, if you're going I believe back they call the it hot-shotting. It's both. Is it though? It's both. Is yes. it?
0: Is it? I believe the wrestling term is hot I shot. Mean, no, <laughs> no, first... H-
2: hot-shot is, is getting a- Quick push. The hot potato is going back and forth with the mm, title. Mm, yes. Yes. Mm, yes.
0: Mm, I've mm. heard it
1: Glenn's way way more times.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, trust me. I think that I'm right and you're wrong and you know nothing about wrestling. So now, Clearly. sadly, I'm now I, I, the pro wrestling writer I, I, I'm for pretty the sure, of I'm pretty sure Sun. Dave
2: Meltzer referred to what's going on with Sasha and Charlotte as hot potato. Well, he's an idiot. Yeah. So. <laughs> Has Dave Meltzer ever wrestled in a match? Actually, no. Probably has. Uh, I don't know. I mean, he's been around long enough. I'm pretty sure some indie uh, somewhere uh, make, has asked make him make to wrestle. Damn, him. Make a damn pick. Uh, uh, I'm going with the Miz, but I could see it either way. All right, all right.
0: Well, you know what? Again, if I lose, I lose. But uh, I just wanted to be a little bit different. You know, I'm just I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be a sheep. You sheep, bah bah, you sheep. Yeah. See what I did there? What are we doing? Uh, what uh, happened? Are be- we talking about Daniel Craig? <laughs> <laughs> Does anybody feel like I had a dream earlier? And for some reason, I was like. Admitting, admitting that you I was. You said that
1: Daniel. You said Daniel Craig was running on the beach. I just don't. So that, so that would mean you had a wet dream about Daniel
2: Craig. <laughs> That's exactly what it would be. All
0: right, I just don't know. I don't
2: remember. Go ahead. We we have a tables match. Oh. Between Becky and
1: Alexa. Is this the first female tables match we've ever seen? I'm assuming. Nope. Really? McCool had a, a tag team women's match. They had a tag team tables match. Yeah. I don't remember that at all. You don't remember
0: McCool? I, you mean Lay Cool. Which was Michelle McCool and Layla. Yes.
1: Yes, that's I right, meant. Yeah.
0: Um, Let's see. I mean, you could be complete. I don't I don't
2: know. I don't know that. Yes. Holy Natalia shit. Natalia and Beth Phoenix versus Lay Cool. I don't Lay remember Kool. that one bit. Well, how about it? Ha-ha, right. I know wrestling better than both of you guys. Well, Interesting. Congratulations.
0: Now you're the pro wrestling expert TLC. for the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone.
2: TLC in 2010. Huh, huh, all right. Very good. Uh, yeah, just go ahead and finish setting it up you
0: say the competitors in the match?
2: I did. I said Becky and Alexa. Oh, did you? Uh, I don't remember that.
0: (laughs) I am going. Oh, I think it's my pick. It's his pick. I think it's my pick. Let him pick first. (laughs) Uh... It's gotta. Kind of, it's Alexa is the answer. The answer is Alexa Bliss. It's time for her to win. She's too good right now. She needs to win. That's cool, though, because you can still have Becky in the picture for a little while, and Becky's great, and Becky can always come back to being champion. There's nothing wrong with Becky ever being champion, but it's time for Alexa to win. She's been the worker. She's been putting in the effort. She should win the title. She should be the champion for a little bit.
2: Yeah, I feel the same way, except I then looked at where I was going for the rest of the card, and I realized I'm picking everybody else heel. So Becky kind of has to win if well, that's. I already right.
0: picked off Ziggler. So I I'm understand. Good.
2: Yeah, you're picky that good. Um, it, it could go either way. It, it, the fact that it's a tables match is because they always do the fluky finish with the tables match. You know, they set that up all the time where you know somebody wins to ex- just extend the feud. I don't do, do either of us. Does any of us believe that this is ending the feud here? Mm, probably not, but who knows? I'm going with Becky though. All right.
1: Yeah, I'm going with Alexa Bliss as well.
0: Fuck right you because you got a brain. This guy over here is dummy. This this big idiot, guy that thinks that NXT is gonna be gone in a month. <laughs> what an idiot! Yeah, what an idiot! I watched NXT last night. It was great. You're, it was
2: fantastic. You're a fucking idiot. We haven't even talked about 205 Live by the way. We should probably do that. Segment three. It's kind of an important little thing that happened. L- luckily, we have a third segment coming up you, here. We do have three, don't we? Yes. Uh alright, we got one more match to pick. Uh yeah, we got uh AJ and Dean in a TLC match. All right. Oh, it's me. Yeah, it's you. It's me. Um I think AJ wins. Uh I think the question is how. I think that you know, we've explored the possibility of Dean finally snapping on James Ellsworth, which would make a lot of sense in a TLC match. You know, that's the one thing that I couldn't come out of. Like, I, I what they did
0: on Tuesday night was the perfect way to write James hey, yes. Ellsworth out, but you just know it's leading to him coming back out and being involved in the match on Sunday. Yes. Like, it was exactly what they needed to do with James Ellsworth, except for it's not going to be what they needed to do with James right. Ellsworth at all.
2: I mean, yeah, it would have been a perfect way to write him off till at least the Rumble. For a little while, yeah. Yeah. Man, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm picking AJ. I think the only question is just whether it's clean or whether it's involving someone else and does it lead to something. I feel like something big is going to happen at the end of the night, not necessarily related to the match, but – Dean turning heel, The Undertaker coming out at the very end of the night. something It's not going to end with AJ on top of the ladder. All right. Something interesting is going to happen at the end, but uh, the winner's going to be AJ.
1: All right. And I am also saying AJ, and the reason why I believe he is going to uh, win the match, and I picked all these heels throughout the entire card, is because exactly what Aaron just described is going to happen. Undertaker is going to show up, and he's going to stand at the ramp, and he's going to point at AJ Styles, and that's how the show's going to end. And you're going to know that it's going to be AJ Styles, Undertaker, and WrestleMania, I mean, at Royal Rumble. Well, I
0: partially agree with you guys. And I'm going to ask you guys a question.
2: Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I see where you're going with this.
0: Is John Cena going to be the guy that comes out at the end of the match? And stares down the face that runs the place, AJ Styles. Probably. You're fucked right here. <laughs> yeah, is. probably. You know how this night is ending. You know? I can't believe I've been saving this the whole time, and I'm waiting for one of you two dummies to ruin it for me. As you're like, "Oh, I think something big is gonna happen. It could be..." I'm like, "You know exactly what's gonna happen. I can't believe you're sitting there. What the hell's wrong with
1: both of you? <laughs> we made a mistake here.
0: Yeah. Yep. You damn well know how this pay-per-view is ending. It's ending with John Cena and AJ Styles in a ring together. You know that. And it also, by the way, it's fine because you got a long time between now and the Royal Rumble, so John Cena doesn't have to show up all that much because they're holiday shows, right? They can do the goofy Santa's Little Helpers matches and all that sort of shit. They, they, this is how the match is ending. It's ending John Cena. The, 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 I don't know what the question is, but the answer is John Cena. And that's how the match is ending. That's how the pay-per-view is ending. But, yes, it does mean that AJ Styles is. I don't know. Is there a chance that it could be a disqualification? No. It's a TLC match. Right. Can't be. AJ Styles is winning the match. That's the way that it goes. And John Cena is coming out. And we will have AJ Styles
1: and John Cena at the Royal Rumble. You know what? You know what question I've always needed answered? What? (laughs) What is the difference between a a ladder match and a TLC match? Because ladders and chairs get used in, ta- I mean, I mean, tables and chairs get used in ladders matches mm-hmm. in fairness, all the time.
2: In fairness, the answer, of course, is nothing. There's a, just like there's no <laughs> difference between a no disqualification match, right. a street fight, a no holds barred match, anywhere match. All
0: of those things are the same. They're the exact same thing, except for the abundance of weapons available nearby.
2: Also, they, they set up the TLC outside. That's the you only do, you, don't, you don't have to go under the ring, even though you do anyways. right. right. You don't have to, but you do it. There's a different there's ladder. ladder. The first person to go under the <laughs> ring in a TLC match gets a
1: big pop from
2: the crowd, right. because they're gonna pull out a table, which isn't already around there,
1: or they're gonna pull out another ladder, which is even crazier. Right, it's the same exact effing ladder that you already have.
2: Well, unless they bi- pull out the bigger ladder, which some but for some reason the bigger ladder from...
0: shouldn't be under the <laughs> ring.
2: It shouldn't, but letter. it always is for some I reason. Always under the
0: ring. It's ridiculous. always is. It's ridiculous. You idiots didn't realize that John Cena was ending this card. You guys are such big... What do you think John Cena's just going to stay away? Come on. You guys are big stupids. I can't believe... I, I respected you. I respected your knowledge about professional wrestling. Here And here, you fucked the whole thing up. You had no idea. All right, those are our picks... What are they gonna do on that? There's gotta be a. They can't have a. They ended up having two for Survivor Series on the pre-show. What's the pre-show match gonna be for this?
2: Uh, something with the pros and the Usos and mm, stuff the, like the that. Tag, the tag division. May, may, oh, right. maybe we see Apollo Cruz and Kurt Hawkins.
0: Probably not. <laughs> Pro- I think they're dead. I'm pretty sure they're dead. Um, but it would make sense. I think, yeah, they may have kicked oh, the Oh wait, 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 wait. Case gonna be Luke Harper again. Oh God. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> What? What? Again, I want to make this very clear. I'm a Kane fan. I enjoy Kane. Are you a Canaanite? You might even call me a Canaanite. What is going on? What did Luke Harper do? Who did he piss off? They're like, yeah, you know, I know you already have ten losses to Kane, but number 11 really seems necessary this week. What the fuck is happening there? No, it'll be American Alpha. American Alpha will end up doing something
2: on the pre-show because they're they're too good. You know, like that's that was depressing. The the reaction that they got in that match when they came out, like no, the match did a good job of spotlighting them. Yeah, but just when they came out, the complete lack of reaction was really depressing.
0: They're too good. They got to keep trying to push those guys. All right. Uh, ooh,
2: Hacksaw
0: Jim Duggins coming up next. We will talk to the first ever winner of the Royal Rumble. I am Glenn, he is Aaron, and he's... The
1: main event.
0: AJ Francis, this is jobbing out. So I have a great idea. Okay. Put me in the back of a truck. You no. can drive. No. With a bunch of clothes, winter clothes. No. And drive me downtown. For eight years, you've and been trying <laughs> to do this. And I'll throw the clothes out to homeless <laughs> people. We're not doing it that way. All right. But I do have a good idea. Okay, let me hear it. Instead, we're gonna raise all these coats, and then we're gonna take them to the Helping Up mission, and we're gonna let them get them to the right people. But we've been doing that for like five or six years. Yeah, and it's worked really Aren't well. i that. No. no. Let's do uh. it the right way. All right, well let's do it again then. Glenn Clark, Drew Forrester, and yes, we're <laughs> gonna do the Coat Drive again this year. Tell us about who's involved and where people can take their Who course. isn't involved? We need your coats. We need your sweaters, your sweatshirts, your gloves, your hats, your socks, kids' clothing, women's clothing. We need it all. Uh, we're going to have a couple of different locations. We'll have to get that to you here eventually, but for sure we know that we're going to go to Helping Up Mission on December the 20th to hand out all of the clothing. I'll tell you in the meantime, you can bring them by the studio, 3600 Clipper Mill Road here in Hamden, Suite 155, anytime. You can we're going to have an coats. event at Glory Days Grill on December the 13th, and we're going to do something at Chick-fil-A Nottingham Square as well. Correct, and Jerry's Toyota, so we're going to have a bunch of different locations for you to drop stuff off
3: it's the code drive you sure you
0: don't want to do the truck no we're just stop it stop it with the truck just one year no all, all right, right we'll, we'll do help it helping up mission.
3: stay up to date with all the latest ravens game day info with press boxes project game day use your phone tablet or computer to get a live stream of the latest social media video links and pictures keeping you in touch with every aspect of this week's game in front of the TV or on the go, use any smartphone or computer to get into the action now at PressBoxOnline.com slash gameday. That's PressBoxOnline.com slash gameday. PressBox's Project Game Day is presented by ParXL and Geico. Hi there.
0: KZ here with Sarita the NFL Chick. Every Sunday from 10 a.m. to noon, you can hear us right here on PressBoxOnline.com slash radio for the PressBox Fantasy and Reality Football, Football. Show. Sarita tries to keep me in check. I get a little uh, shady every No, I just a while. try to
1: keep KZ in realistic world
0: instead
4: of you either it's stink a, or you're great. It's
0: all about fantasy. It doesn't matter what's real. It just doesn't. Yes,
4: because wins and losses don't matter, KZ. They don't.
0: They don't. Garbage time is winning <laughs> time. That's all that matters. Anyway, you can listen to us, as I said, 10 a.m. to noon right here. Pressboxonline.com slash radio or slash
3: fantasy, whichever you're in the mood for?
2: NFL, college football, 10 sometimes
3: baseball. 10 a.m. to noon every Sunday. The Press Box Fantasy and Reality Football Show. Pressboxonline.com radio. How well do you pick
0: weekly NFL games? Pick Factor is the free new app that lets you pick each week's games and see how you do against your friends or against the whole country. Join other leagues or create your own custom league all for free. Pick Factor is easy to download from the Google Play Store or the App Store. When you open the pick factor app for the first time a full tutorial shows you what to do play against the press box staff when you download pick factor click join a league and enter league name pbs for press box sports once you enter pbs
3: you'll be able to see how your weekly picks do against the press box staff this week anyone who beats the press box staff will automatically be qualified to win a 25 dollars royal farms gift card one winner will be chosen from everyone who beats our entire staff you need to be 18 or older to enter and And live in Maryland. No purchase is necessary. We will notify the winner through email in the Pick Factor app. If nobody beats our entire staff, the person in our league with the highest score will win the $25 gift card. To get the most points, fill out your picks by Thursday.
0: It's you against the Press Box pros. Download the Pick Factor app in the Google Play Store or the App Store. Back in here, segment number three, it is Jobbing Out, Glenn Clark, Aaron
2: Oster, and...
0: The main event. A.J. Francis from the Washington Redskins. No,
2: maybe not the main event right now. Not now. Yeah, because he's,
1: he's a Hall of Famer, what do you expect?
0: No doubt about that. All right, coming up Saturday night at the MCW Arena in Joppa, Seasons Beatings, which is always one of their big events during the course of the year. Uh, we're really excited because our buddy, Johnny Crabcakes, is going to be teaming not just with Roman Reigns' cousin, Lance and no, Noai, but also with our next guest, a Hall of Famer, a man who has done it all. He is the legendary Hacksaw Jim Duggan, and he joins us now here on Jobbing Out. Jim, it's so good to talk to you, man. Thank you so much for taking this time for us this week.
4: Well, well my pleasure, guys. But, you know, the first thing Hacksaw Jim Duggan has to do is give a big, oh! oh a that was awesome. Nowadays. <laughs> it gets me going, you know. Gotta get the blood going at this stage. We've
0: already done it three times ourselves during the course of the show, Jim. So.
4: You know, I always ask Flair, you know, Flair always does the woo. I'm like, what if your trunk's too tight or what? <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: hey, Jim, we have so much we want to talk to you about, but let me start just with Saturday night and coming back to this area. You know, Baltimore, This this region is just such a wrestling hotbed. Over the years, do you have a great memory or a great story of, of a night here in Baltimore or hanging out at Sabatino's or anything like that?
4: Of course, BWI Airport is a huge uh, crossover for the guys traveling all the time. And, you know, just the wrestling fans in general have always been great. But Baltimore, it's funny if you were a bad guy, sometimes you have the folks up in the ring with you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sorry. So, Jim, uh, when uh, I found out that you were going to be on, uh, one of the questions that I wanted to know was, as some people may not know, you are the first ever winner of the Royal Rumble match. And yeah, that, yeah. At, after Vince decided to make the Royal Rumble match winner, get a title shot at WrestleMania, did you go up to him and be like, dude, what is up? Like, where is my title shot at Mania?
4: <laughs> no, because no, my character, Hacksaw, that was a whole deal. That That's why I could wrestle the world's champion and beat right in the middle and, and not get hurt because I'd get up and hit him with a two-by-four and, you know, get the gimmick over. So the whole thing with Hacksaw, I don't care if I win the match, as long as I win the fight, tough guy, you know. And uh, So uh, I really wasn't a belt guy pretty much my whole career
1: that's yeah, true
0: i saw jim duggins with us here on jobbing out jim you mentioned the two by four how many two by fours do you believe that you have owned or at least handled if you could give a rough number in the thousands let's say what would the number
3: be
4: well probably be tens of thousands yeah so, that's you know, what i've been i've been, I've, I've been uh, wrestling now for 36 years and probably 33 i've been I've been uh, hacksaw talking, so I was, you know, I've been carrying the boards for pretty much 33 years. It's it's always great, because I always joke. I said, it's, you know, I'd walk in the arena with my good friend Jake the Snake Roberts, and I said, hey, can can somebody find me a 2x4 and give him a 10-foot python? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, the people, they just have those lying around at arenas, right?
4: 10-foot python? You know, yeah. yeah, I, I, <laughs> I, 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 I got to think that 2x4 was easier to get through TSA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, sometimes when I was going through customs overseas, they looked at me pretty weird bringing a piece of wood in. <laughs> you know,
2: you, you really got over the late 80s, really nice, as, as the American Patriot. You had, you had obviously the ho, oh, the two-by-four, but it was then the USA chant. And what was it about you that, that made you as the American Patriot? Uh, what, what connected you there?
4: Well, you know, it, it's hard to say because a lot of folks don't realize how I like, – competitive business, you know, wrestling is in general, you know, I tell the young guys that want to be WWE wrestlers, I said, you know, kid, there's 1,500 NFL football players playing this year, there's 800 NBA basketball players, there's 100 WWE wrestlers, I mean, it's television, it's more competitive than sports, but a lot of folks don't see it that way.
0: It's interesting that you put it that way. I mean, yeah, I've mean, i never thought of that. This
4: game, man. It's not just kids from America. you got kids from Australia, Japan, Europe. Everybody's after my job, brother. Oh! That's why it's good to have a two-by-four.
0: Jim Duggan. I'm with all
4: these young kids. I joke. I said, all the kids I wrestle now are 6'5", 300 pounds, 25 years old. They're like, Mr. Duggan, are we on TV tonight? And I'm like, I hope not, son. I'll tell you. <laughs>
0: Jim, it's been years since you've been a regular on TV, but yet when you come back, you still get these huge pops. People are so excited to see you. Um, I have have no doubt that when you do appearances like this on Saturday night, the line is just going to be hours long of people that are trying to meet you. And a lot of them are kids, like the kids that were not old enough to ever see you as a regular on TV. How wild is that to you?
4: Well, you know what helped a lot was, of course, the WWE Network that opened us up to a whole new generation of fans. And I bet probably 90, 95% of the folks I meet are like, you know, I like the old WWF days even better than today. I mean, that was kind of the golden generation of wrestling with Hogan and Macho and Warrior and Jake, Junkyard Dog, $1 Million Dollar. One guy after another, you can still name to this day. And, you know, I was privileged to be part of that group. So it's uh, it's great to still go out at this stage of the game and stand out in the middle of the Lena and say, "Quiet, everybody, quiet!" And have the whole crowd quiet down and go, "USA!" <laughs> and have the whole crowd chant, "USA!" It's a a thrill to this day.
1: Jim, you uh, you mentioned earlier you've been wrestling for over thirty years now. What are some of your favorite feuds that you ever had? Because I know. Whenever we talk and, like, we talk with wrestlers and what my favorite feud of them might not be what their personal favorite was. So what what were some of your favorite feuds you were involved in over the past three decades?
4: Well, of course, what I I remember most, you know, uh, is, uh, you know, everybody remembers the Royal Rumble But myself personally was, uh, you know, growing up in upstate New York and going to Madison Square Garden as a kid to see the circus, you know, and uh, by my dad taking me down and to pull up as an adult and see, Hex Jim Duggan on the main marquee versus Andre the Giant at Madison Square Garden. It was a yeah, thrill. So, so working with Andre, of course, was a, a, a thrill because you know he was a, he was Andre the Giant I and mean, he could be an irritable giant sometimes too. But, uh, <laughs> we had some uh, great matches, but uh, the guy I learned the most from was uh, Ted DiBiase, the Million Dollar Man. Uh, any of the second generation wrestlers are always a little more polished, you know, uh, Teddy, uh, Jake. Kurt Henning was, the guys who grew up in the business, you can always tell they're a little more polished than the guys that come in. And I, I didn't start wrestling until I was 25, and probably didn't figure it out till I was 52.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> you
2: know, we're we're still seeing, two these days, the, these USA versus foreign giant-type matches. Do you think you could step into the ring today and face someone like a Rusev? Because I feel like the reaction would be ridiculous even to this day.
4: Well, you know, I, I think folks just at this time with all the stuff going on in the country want to chant USA, and I mean, a lot of times I'm in the ring with an with American kid, and we'll have the whole crowd chanting USA, USA. I think, you know, uh, this time in the period of time in, in our country, I think folk, people are, are proud to stand up and chant USA and look forward to that opportunity. And it's it's great for a guy like myself to be able to stand in the middle of the ring and wave the flag. It was yeah. It's humbling.
0: It, was there ever a point like I know you did the thing where you did the Team Canada thing and that was cool. Was there ever a point where you said, "Man, I, I wouldn't. I would like to take the character and go somewhere else with it," or did you say to yourself, "Dude, I'm going to be able to sit back and be this guy for the rest of my life. So I, well, I'll I'll play this character forever."
4: Well, yeah, the the whole Team Canada deal was uh, Eric Bushoff and uh, Vince Russo mainly trying to uh, push me out of my contract. I felt I felt they wanted me. To quit the WCW, of course, and Jimmy Hart and I used to talk about it's like being on the Titanic. You know the you know the ship's still going down, but you don't know you want to be the, the last man off. Wow. Uh, so you know that that didn't get over, but uh, obviously because the fans weren't really hot at me, they were just like oh, come on, hacksaw. That you know, they didn't buy it neither, So, uh, but I kept my job, and you know, bottom line, this is the way I support my family. This is the way I you know put bread on my table. So uh, you know, I had to put up a little bit from uh, Russo to get it done. You know, so if you remember, he first made me janitor the WCW, you know, but I made that gimmick work. <laughs> I'm going to take you back.
1: Fall Brawl, 1994. You debuted on WCW, and you beat, one Steve Austin for the United States Championship. Did you think at that time that Steve – well, I'm sure you thought he had the potential, but did you ever see him being probably the most over-wrestler in the history of the business?
4: Well, you know, you know what I said? I'd be stunning Steve Austin so bad he had to shave his head and change his name. You know? <laughs> 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 so I was ready beat him. That'd be that he should be running around there with long, blonde hair. But no, I don't think anybody expected Austin to uh, retain the level he did, but of course I don't think... A, a lot of people would thought that Vince would let somebody hit him in the head with a bedpan. I, mean, yeah. you know, I think I'd go over and hit Vince in the head with it. But, you know, Austin is a great talent, and, and definitely uh, you know they gave him the ball and he carried it probably as well as, you know, definitely in the top five with Taker and Hogan, you know, one and two, and arguably who's one and two.
2: You know, uh, obviously you're very connected with the Royal Rumble. This is going to be the biggest Royal Rumble ever in front of 65,000 people. What do you think of having the Rumble in a uh, stadium that big?
4: Uh, You know, it's amazing the appeal of professional wrestling. Just last weekend, I was down in uh, Orlando with uh, the NFL guys, and I was joking with them. I'm like, world champions? Uh, Where in the world have you boys been? (laughs) (laughs) In the uh, 30-plus years I've wrestled, I've wrestled in every state in the union, every province in Canada, in 30 different countries. It's amazing the appeal of wrestling around the world. And all those those 60-plus thousand fans will be a lot from different parts of the the world
0: just another couple of minutes here with hacksaw jim duggan he's going to be in town this saturday night at the mcw arena in japa for mcw seasons beatings uh jim you you know you talked about the folks that come up to you and say hey i like the the old days better than i like today but uh what about you are you are you able to watch are you a fan of professional wrestling at this point or are you more like man you know this stuff eh, it's not really for me
4: I tell folks that are critical of the product today, you know, they had 102,000 people at WrestleMania, so somebody's watching the show, Yeah. but, uh, you know, me personally, I joke, I said, that'd be like a butcher watching me cut meat on his day off. (laughs) After 36 years, uh, the last thing I want to watch when I'm home is professional wrestling, so no, I don't watch too much of the current product.
0: That's a really good line, man. I'm using that sometimes. Uh, Hacksaw, seriously. I guess let's get some plugs in first of all. Are you? Can you have a website that people want to want to go to, uh, get some merch, things along those lines? Social media, anything like that?
4: Yeah, sure. Everybody's got to be social media contest. Uh, con- uh, there. And of course, I was joking with Piper. God bless him. You know, I'm like Piper. I said I got 150,000 followers. He goes back and I got 700,000. <laughs> I'll talk to you tomorrow, Pipe, what the hell But, uh, yeah, you got to be uh, conscious of all that social media So, yeah, it's official Hacksaw on Twitter Hacksaw Jim Duggan uh, on uh, Facebook And uh, hacksawjimduggan.com uh, is my webpage
0: Very good and the
4: title of my book is Hacksaw Jim Duggan, the, the Jim Duggan story And <laughs> catchy titles
0: Yeah, right, it, it's smart Play to what people know, right? That's the way to go do uh, it
4: yeah, and I tell you, it's uh, you know, shows like this one coming up this weekend, I mean, they're great shows. These young guys, I tell you, folks have never been to an independent show out there. Go out there and check those shows out. These are the guys that are sacrificing their body and breaking their backs, just trying to entertain folks and hope for that opportunity to be able to move up a level, but to do it because they really love the business. You know, it's family-friendly, no obscene gestures, no profanity. It's a great night out, you know, and this is for a great cause, also right here at Christmas time. Yeah, doing you know, the toys to and like ho, ho, ho! <laughs> Don't get Hacksaw fired up. I'm scaring my neighbors now as it is.
0: We ain't doing better than that. Hacksaw Jim Duggins, I'd, seriously, Saturday night at MCW Arena, can't wait for it. Thank you for taking the time for us, man, and uh, enjoy the holiday season, all right?
4: Well, my pleasure, fellas, and uh, hopefully you guys will make it down to your show and looking forward to meeting all the folks. But before we go, you know what we got to do, guys? All together. If you're going to ho, hold, hold like you mean it. Let's go, baby. Ho! That's a pretty
0: good answer. All right, that that you know, I've had a lot of days in my life, but today I got to do a hoe with hacksaw Jim Duggan. So today, my friends, is what Ice Cube might
2: call a good, a good day. Well, to transition to our next, what was better, doing a hoe with Jim Duggan or seeing Lionel Richie with the new? Cruiserweight champion, so, Rich Swann. I got a few messages from people. Did, I don't know if you – Okay, did. that's
1: not how I thought you were going to end it. Yeah. I thought you were going to say doing a hoe with Hacksaw Jim Duggan or, or doing, doing a hoe with the Godfather. With the Godfather. Yeah. Well, yes. And I thought that that was going to be the greatest different. punchline you have have been. To do it would have been good. I'm trying you. to transition here,
2: though. No, I understand. I understand that. I understand that. That
0: wasn't more important. The transition wasn't more imp- – we could have always gotten there. True. You know, like we're professionals. We could have always gotten there. I think AJ's right about this one. You had a chance to abruptly turn. But so
2: you've never had one of the Godfathers, so
0: hosts. No the problem. First of all, you don't know that good, sir. I've been to Las Vegas a few times. <laughs> Secondly, anyway. Um, so, yeah, uh, do you remember, and AJ unfortunately wasn't able to be part of our interview with Rich Swan because he had to work. Um, and he, wasn't, he wasn't even getting the active roster paycheck at that point. Um, we We had Rich on two weeks ago. And I had a, I got a lot of feedback about it. Oddly, this week I got a lot of feedback about it, whereas last week I did this a strange thing. People were listening to the show two <laughs> weeks later. Uh, a couple people messaged and said I literally led the interview by saying the next cruiserweight champion, Rich Swan. So I had people message me this week and ask if I knew, like, if he had <laughs> told us before, like, he came on the air. I got that message from a couple people this week. Hey, did you know that he was about to become the cruiserweight champion? No, I had no idea. It's just that
2: like <laughs> They were kind of building for towards fuck's this sake.
0: <laughs> at some point it was time to make Rich Swan the Cruiserweight champion, so I I felt comfortable saying that. Um the other uh, message that I got back was people were really I think um I I guess I didn't realize how bad it was, but I went back and I did re-listen after people told me this. Like, I was damn near in tears talking about Rich Swann afterwards. You, yeah, you were you were you, were, you were, got were, real emotional. Yeah.
1: I, I was sitting there listening like, damn, this guy Glenn is really like Heart, his heartstrings are being pulled at this
0: very moment. And, and let me let me just do this for a second because I got a lot of messages about it. Um, I AJ, and I'm sure you, uh, you know, you're you're from he- you know pretty damn, you're from here essentially. So yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure you I grew can
1: up s- in I grew up in Anne Arundel County, yeah. which is 15 minutes outside of Baltimore.
0: Um, I I have had friends die because of the drug problem in our city.
1: Absolutely, me too.
0: That's not... I haven't watched that from afar. I might not have lived in the city, but I haven't watched from afar. I've had friends that were close enough that I considered them family members that I've watched die either directly or indirectly because of the drug culture in our city. Um, And I get it. There's a lot of other cities that have serious drug problems. I'm not trying to make this a competition, right? But I think that it is known the problems that Baltimore has. So in a way, I am kind of reflecting with Rich Swan. What I'm seeing is someone who had every opportunity. And you know what? When Maryland won the basketball championship years ago, I would have been emotional no matter what. But I got emotional more because of Juan Dixon. And when I talk to Juan Dixon, it's tough. And when I read that story about Juan Dixon... Finding that his father, story ever. I, I I lost it. Like I started sort of losing. I'm very emotional about that. Um, it's it's a little bit about. It's mostly about Baltimore. Like I would be rooting. I root for anything that's related to Baltimore because it's just the way that it is, man. Like that's where we're from. That's that's legitimacy. But it's a step beyond that because it's Rich Swan and because we know the deal. We know what this guy went through. We know that he had his family ripped apart. By the drug culture in our city. And there could have been a lot of things that could have come from that for that dude. There could have been a lot of ways his life could have meant nothing, frankly. And to see this dude go from that in Baltimore to this. And we knew, again, even if he hadn't won the title yet, but we knew it was coming. I can't help but be a little emotional about that. I can't help it because it's pretty real. And I think it's pretty real for a lot of people, probably a lot of people listening It's pretty real. I'm going to guess that if you're from this city, you've also been impacted in a pretty direct way by the drug culture in this city and by people that have died because of it. So, yeah, I was pretty emotional, and I'm not trying to be a dick about it, but I I think you got – You're doing a pretty good job of that. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Here's here's the thing, though. You don't have to apologize about getting emotional about connecting to a wrestler. That is – you know, I've always said that is the greatest thing about wrestling is that you connect with the wrestlers for whatever reason. It doesn't matter if it's because of Yeah, but this heart. one's more personal. I, I understand this more way personal, more personal, but that's the great thing about wrestling is you do connect. You connect with them with ways you don't
1: connect yeah. in any other form yeah. that you do in wrestling. So how do you guys think that I try to make people stop being annoying about Roman Reigns? Oh, yeah, I get it. Oh, I completely get it. I, I totally do. And maybe part of the problem is, that, like, I wish – I, I know that Rich
0: Swann doesn't want to talk about his background in his character. Like, that wouldn't be something. Why would you want to relive no. that? But I don't know that every wrestling fan that's watching right now realizes what this guy has fucking been through. I don't think that that is as well known as maybe it is here. Or maybe it is in like the nerdiest of, of
2: wrestling circles. Okay. They push it not on like they push it everywhere in, they can. In, besides right, TV, right. on their website, on right. YouTube, and, and,
0: and everything, and in telling his story when yeah. they do the vignettes and things yep. like that, like they they do. Um, but I, I boy, is there ever a dude that like just look at him? How can you not root for this guy and for his this his success? And and that moment on Tuesday night was so great, and and. You know the good news is that they did this show, and that the arena there didn't like empty out after that, SmackDown. I, I was
2: that was a, surprising, and I loved it. I, I was, very, was very, very that
0: pleased. was a really, really good sign. And I was admittedly a bit nervous about that. That, and
1: maybe they and so were they. That's why they had all the lights around there were black. Right. Correct. Yeah.
2: And and maybe they announced like, hey, you know, after. And and I I almost wonder because you saw the like the top if you looked closely the top level wasn't very full but I don't know if it was full during I don't know either I don't know if it was full or maybe they 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 pulled a trick
0: where they said hey at the end of the night we're gonna have a dark match and it's gonna be Dean Ambrose and AJ Styles right like maybe they did something to try to purposely get people to stay but I thought that was the first battle that 205 Live was gonna have is you're you're not the headliners but you're going on after the headliners. What's that going to look like in an arena? And for one week, it was fine. That was a smaller arena. You know, there was a lot of stuff there. But for one week, it was fine. Now they got to do the work of continuing to give a good product. And this week, they did a lot of vignettes. They did a lot of backstory. They did the big, you know, thing on the, the ramp to start the show. Here are all the guys. There's still a lot of work to be done. I think Rich Swann helps a lot with that because Rich Swan is great and is very identifiable and, you know, is, is a worker. Um, so I think that's a good thing. But I think 205 Live might still need some interaction with other superstars. It might need – there's a lot of things that I think need to continue in order to make it work unless you're just okay with it being wrestling show and if the crowd leaves, the crowd leaves. You know what I mean? Like we're doing the wrestling show for the people that like the wrestling, the people that were into
1: the Cruiserweight Classic. Yeah. I mean the thing is even if half the crowd leaves, it's still such a big crowd that like – it's going to be more noise than they would get if they did it in Orlando, so it's not even that big of a deal.
2: Acoustics are a little different, and it'll look funny if there's, like, big
1: sections. But, there's, the but there won't be, because the way they did it, they're always just going to have it black in the crowd. Yeah, that's probably yeah.
2: true. That's probably true. Um. I, I'll say this, and, and it's probably because Rich Swann is what you know one of the few guys they've done a really good job with since they made the move to the main roster. You know that was the first time that the, an actual result of a match I feel like got a great reaction. The, the yeah, that was wanted. a huge
0: pop. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean it was. But again, I think they've done a good job with Rich Swan.
2: Yeah. And
0: credit to Brian Kendrick, who was the one. Look, I know we I bitched about Brian Kendrick a week ago, but he they did make him the one heel mm-hmm. that they've gotten over of the group. Yep. So they accomplished that.
1: I'm so yeah. excited for 205 Live. Well, dude, I'm gonna watch every week. You know what no, I mean? No, no, no. Like, not not just that, that. I mean, like, I'm excited for SmackDown in two weeks, but I'm actually very oh, excited. To there, oh, yeah
0: to be there. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. you get to see guys that you've never seen before.
1: Absolutely. I mean, that's and, yeah. that's, uh, and, and you know, it's gonna be some crazy like Grand Battle League versus TJ Perkins, and I'm just gonna fall in love. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Yep. It, it's not gonna suck. It's not gonna suck whatsoever. Look, I, I have a lot of hope. I, I do think it's going to be interesting how they handle having the division on both Raw and 205 Live. Like, I, I, what are you doing with that? You I, I've said this before. You need these wrestlers to interact outside just with each other. You, you just can't do it. if the If the females, if once you were a female on the card, you were never allowed to talk to a male on the card, that wouldn't work. Part of the way that it works is you have females who interact with males, and males, sometimes guys that are in tag teams, like right now, Enzo and Cass. Yeah, like
1: Alex. Um, Alexa Alicia Fox is now apparently um, doing something with Cedric. Yeah, Cedric's girlfriend. I, I'm good with that. I have no problem with
0: it. I need you need to do more of that type of stuff. You can't just leave them to exist on their own. If, if the tag team division wasn't allowed to ever interact with in single singles superstars. That wouldn't make a lick of sense. You, you, you wouldn't, that would be baffling. You couldn't have uh, Enzo face Rusev. You couldn't have them talk to each other in an interaction, right? Like, that would be nuts. Just because they're in the cruiserweight division doesn't mean that they shouldn't still be interacting and involved with the rest of the card. So you've got to do all that work. I think those interactions help you with 205 Live. I think 205 Live helps the, the cruiserweight matches for Raw. I think it's all very good. We get another hour of a wrestling show that we're all into. We're all inclined as wrestling fans to like because we like all these fucking performers a lot. Yep, Like, we're all good with this. I just think they still have more to do. That's all. And, I, and I, I say that, and AJ says, well, they got time. Yes, of course. They've got time, and I hope that they do it. But continue to do it. I like Alicia Fox over Cedric Alexander. First of all, what the fuck else is Alicia Fox doing right now? So thumbs up, because I like Alicia Fox, and I always have. I've always thought that she was criminally underappreciated, and I think that she's been good in a lot of cases. Um, Cedric Alexander's great. He's freaking great, man. Let him go be great. Um, let all these guys go be great and do crazy things, but don't try to put them in a bubble where they only exist within that bubble or within that vacuum. That's that's never worked, and it would never work. It's insane in the concept of professional wrestling. only,
2: thing, only thing I'll disagree with is that it's never worked. It's just in America it hasn't. In Japan right now it does work. Okay, but but, but I'm just I'm just, I'm yeah. just that, that's the only part of your argument I'll disagree with. As far as interact, you know, I don't want to make it regularly because typically the problem is. You know, like I said before, when you interact, it usually ends up with the cruiserweights looking bad in the process. But, but it doesn't it, have to. But, yeah. I mean, if, if you do it right, I have no problem with
0: Rey Mysterio
1: was a cruiserweight. I understand that. You can make Kalisto it right. was the most over person in the company after he did what he did a year ago. Right. So, I mean, it, yeah. what? I was going to say that. that No cruiserweight division then, so it's a little
4: bit different. I understand my yeah, No, no. I'm just,
2: my, my point I'm just being, saying. I'm just saying, you just got to do it right. That's all. These guys are still part of
0: the roster. They're, they're, they're Do something with them.
1: Have Cedric Alexander get pissed off. You at, know what I'm looking forward to? Because I think that they're eventually going to end up doing that, Um, all, especially because they're still on Raw. Right. But I can't wait for people from Raw to be in backstage segments at 205 Live and then have to pretend that they weren't at SmackDown. Huh. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, I mean, that'll be awkward. That, that, that'll that be fun. But, no, I mean, you can do
0: that, right. and that's what makes this work. Do it. I don't really know why it's taking this long. You're trying to build up characters right now. Like, the best thing you can do to build your characters is get them involved with the guys that are already over. They're already over. Let them help. Come on. I don't know why this is so hard. Um, But I got Rich Swan out of it. That's a 10. Um, I thought the Bollywood Boys, it was disappointing there was no reaction for the Bollywood Boys. That was disappointing. I mean, like...
1: No, there was when they won. But a,
0: Yeah, there was a little bit of a reaction when they won. That's true. And and maybe like if if they did if that happened in Minnesota, it, you know, it's it's probably bigger, right? Like there's more of a, a Punjab population there. It's it's a tricky. It's a tricky. Thing. And why is that? It is a. I don't I don't understand that. Why is it, like the the Punjab hockey thing? Did you hear in the promo that what they said is when we yeah. were kids we were into three things. Wrestling, hockey, hockey and Bollywood. Yeah, but I, and it's huge. Like, I, oh, I I know that. I, they, I they do a, a Punjab version of hockey night in Canada. Yeah. Like, I I've never, I just don't, I don't know, man. It's cool, I dig <laughs> it. I just don't understand it at all. And yeah, there's why there it's such a huge population in Minnesota. I think it's because Minnesota was open to refugees. For a long time, it was like they were. It, it was considered like mean,
2: probably a lot. Maybe come, came from Canada. Like they went to Canada first, then came down to America. That's sort yeah, of that thing.
0: happens a lot too.
2: Yeah, I don't so know. That, man. that might be part of it. I don't, I don't know for sure. That's this situation. I don't
0: know either. But it's it's a whole deal. Um, but I like them. I'm I'm in on the Bollywood boys. I, yeah, I, I dig
1: that. And my favorite thing is that they kind of dress like the Young Bucks, and they do their finisher. Yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> that. Speaking of the Young Bucks, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that in a second, but,
2: uh, some interesting Young Bucks and other Ring of Honor news popping up, uh, over the past 24 yeah, hours.
0: Right. Is there anything else we need to say about 205 Live? I mean, like, we're all, we're all inclined to like it. I like that they're Absolutely. including
2: Austin Aries, and I, and I think that's gonna be a long-term thing. Thank
0: you thing. for bringing that up.
2: I, I think it's, it's a good way to use him on commentary, yes. and I've, I've said, I have doubts they're gonna use Austin Aries, like, as a true main event player. If that's the situation, use him in the cruiserweight division because he'd be a great rock for the cruiserweight division. He
1: would. He would run the cruiserweight. Division. He certainly yeah. would.
2: He
0: kicked ass. He was excellent. The only problem, and it's it's such a small problem, but the only problem is Graves is your heel. On, so
2: Aries, yeah.
0: Well, you know what I mean, like, and but Aries is a bigger heel.
2: And and this is something I definitely think he's been thinking about, bro. this is not the first. Back in when he was in Ring of Honor, he got injured there too and when he was injured he sat in on commentary all the time so this isn't the first time he's done that. and it's a great idea because he can you know do commentary better than probably oh, 95 was, percent of the roster
0: he was killer he was absolutely killer um i, I just you got to figure out what you're doing with aries and and graves and then can graves be a, a heel on raw and then a face on 205 right. live like i don't know that it's impossible that he couldn't it's you, you got to do the work Sutter there and right. figure that out. But, no, Aries is tremendous. And it, for as pissed off as I get about the SmackDown announced thing and, and why they would have ever gone this route with a four-person booth, they're, the booth for 205 Live, I just wanted to stand up and, and cheer. The other thing, a lot of you brought this up. So Daniel Bryan was out this week, and The Miz co-hosted Talking Smack. And I got a lot of messages from people like, dude, this is great. Like, this, this should be what they do is have The Miz host Talking Smack. Now, there's nothing surprising
2: I was going to say, it's about... The Miz uh, getting, you know, to basically have an open mic for an hour.
0: Correct. <laughs> there's, and there's nothing surprising <laughs> about him being good at that. I just, you know, it's interesting to me, like, it, that might not be a direction they should consider. Uh, what was your thing about the Young Bucks?
2: Uh, well, there, there's a rumor, and and it's popped up, that a lot of Ring of Honor contracts are coming up in the next month. They'll, they expire on December 31st. And there apparently has been... Overtures made to about ha- you know basically every person whose uh, contract is coming up for Ring of Honor from WWE. That includes the Young Bucks. That includes I don't think Kyle Riley, but I think Jay Lethal's involved in there. Like a bunch of guys because they were they did a lot of one year contracts are coming up. So that this the headline is WWE about to raid Ring of Honor, which is interesting. Um, I don't know if it'll happen, especially because you know for someone like the Young Bucks, you're gonna have to pay them a lot to. Uh, Get off that merch. What does that mean? A lot. A lot, as in probably more than anyone besides maybe Nakamura and NXT. Probably, like which is how much? I, honestly, I don't know how much the average NXT, but I, I'd say that you'd have to pay. No, a, I know how much the. I mean. Oh, how much would the Bucks have to make? I'd say the lowest I could see, based on what I know about how much they make both on the indies and especially through merch money, because they make a ton off of merch. Uh, for each of them, probably two fifty.
1: 250000 Yeah. Which would put
2: them mo- mo- yeah, more than most main roster guys. They didn't really make that much? They make off of mer- – when I talked to them about a year and a half ago, yeah. uh, they said that they made – they made uh, this, and this is before they signed with Ring of Honor or anything. They said that they were making uh, over one hundred fifty thousand a year.
0: All right, and, and let me a couple things there. You always have to be careful, clearly, because
2: right.
1: they can, you,
0: yes. you know, they're not showing you their receipts or their right, books or anything like that. You're just sort of taking them up on that.
1: Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, with the pro wrestling, that's, not a, crazy, case, that's like, not a crazy number to me. Like to me, I feel as if. You're acquiring a new, like, if you believe, like, if Shinsuke makes probably, well, I don't even know what Shinsuke makes.
2: Shinsuke supposedly makes main event, main roster money. No, that was, that. that was the report when he well, signed. It's not that surprising. I mean, he's an international talent. And, and who, you, you had to pay him that to get him over correct, here. Correct. Yeah.
0: That, I think that's right.
1: Yeah, uh, damn, dude. I, I, I think that the, I think the Young Bucks, if they really want the Young Bucks, I don't think money would be the issue. Yeah, if they if they want the Young Bucks. They got a whole show dedicated to people that are just smaller than everybody else. So I got to think that they'd be able to pull off the extra ducats if you needed them to. I guess So was- I think it would be whether they want the Young Bucks or not. Well, I think there's a couple well, of questions. I think-
2: I think we know they want the Young Bucks to an extent. Like it it seems to be a fact that on numerous occasions here they have offered them contracts and they've turned it down for one reason or another.
1: No, That's they, what I'm saying. But I'm saying if they really wanted to yeah. get the young bucks, and it was 250 each. They would just shell out the bread.
2: Yeah. Well, I think there's,
0: I think there's always the issue that a lot of these guys have to consider. The young bucks are used to the hustle, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're, they're clearly doing quite well with the hustle. They've figured out a way to make the system work for them, and it gives them more ownership of their own mm-hmm. brand. And that is one thing that, like, you're seeing particularly right now with Cody Rhodes, for example, that he's enjoying having ownership of his own brand. That I get to control my own destiny and there is some cost to giving that up. Now, again, as AJ points out, the money can make up for a lot of that. Right. It that's why there is a tangible cost, which is okay. I I like this, but I wouldn't mind not having to work quite as hard. I don't
2: have to worry about injury, so I yeah. can't fly out to Japan. Yeah. I you know, they they both have fairly young kids, so it could be look, look, you know, I, we've done the i have to fly – they may not yeah you know, i think they enjoy it but you know they're well, spending the travel two weekends
0: still sucks
2: yeah well but they're not going out to japan two weekends they want well, every month i hear ya um but it's still it's not
0: not the travel isn't the fun part about no. it when you reach a certain age um yeah there's definitely a price there's definitely a price but they might say hey it's a little bit more because we're good you know if if we don't come to, to terms we're good with this we figured it's not a guy has only ever been in the wwe that doesn't has not had to do all the work on their own might be a little bit more inclined to say, mm, I'm going to stick here no matter what, because I'm not ready for that. And I think you see how many guys get out and then immediately kind of go running the impact and the TNA and say, uh, how much can you give me? Because you lose your entirety of your income. You can make up a good amount of it, but can you really make up all of it Right. for a group that's, that doesn't know that, that's been able to make it work the other way. I don't know. It's interesting. It's um it is interesting. It is interesting. Who else would WWE want right now from Ring of Honor? Lethal. Yeah. Yeah, they want Lethal, you're right.
2: Um I I guess it depends if they wanna you know, they could be how much is Kyle O'Reilly? Kyle O'Reilly has to be around two probably he's a little over two of five. I would think
1: I would
0: think
2: so. I think it's a little over two of five. You no, know, that
1: doesn't really matter. I well obviously it doesn't matter, but <laughs> If, if he, he looks like he could be two oh five he's gonna be two oh five. By the
0: way, he's listed as two oh seven.
2: Okay, he's, good. he's he's good. He's good. He's
0: good. <laughs> he's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could want Kyler Riley. He's still only twenty nine.
2: Yeah, Kyler Riley, Bobby Fish, those... Dalton Castle certainly has
0: the look. He's
2: of... and he's got the presence. Yeah. He's like he's nice. a guy if, if Yeah. I mean i c I'd see I could see him succeeding anywhere he goes because he's awesome. No, yeah, he's great. He's no, I he's I just
0: the best. I agree. But...
2: Alright, good deal.
0: Anything else we need to cover? No, I think that's it, right. nice. Groovy, groovy. Good work, boys. This was a, this was a nice, tidy, I don't think we ran over uh, three hours or anything like that. Nice, tidy show with a great guest. How about that? AJ, uh, let's get your plugs in. Do you have any, you got, you did the, uh, the, the last charity drive over the weekend, right?
1: Yeah, I did. And it was awesome, man. Uh, we, we were able to make a good difference at the Sarah's house. So that's it awesome. was, it was really cool that it actually came through and, it, worked out better than I thought it was
0: by so. the way props to AJ <laughs> for just going and standing outside on a Saturday afternoon when like nobody really wanted to be at the football game it was cold on Saturday it was cold it was cold, it was, cold it has,
1: and it was actually a great game because we kicked their ass right but, but like there was actually more people there than I thought would be there were no students at all yeah no, no it students but like, you're right, right. But yeah, like was, every was, other part of the stadium on the bottom row was like at least eighty percent.
2: Well, and
0: they're good Good for Maryland. Got bowl eligible, and A.J. did a good thing raising uh, canned goods, and that's going awesome, man. to
4: Detroit.
0: I uh, yeah. appreciate that. All right, so uh, run everybody on the Francis Sports Academy in general, though.
1: Yeah, um, we're kicking back up. My dad decided to change his mind, and and he's going to do uh, the, the basketball sessions on his off days. Oh, uh, cool. So everything worked out great. If your kid still wants to get some sessions in during the season, uh, you can bring him in and it'll be a nice way to tidy up his game. It's gonna be a lot of kids there, you know. Brenda Freeze's kid. Did I ever tell you guys Brenda Freeze's kids go to the camp? I don't think you told me that. You, That's you definitely awesome. told
2: me that your, that, uh, coach has coached them before. I don't think you've mentioned the camp specifically.
1: Yeah, they, they come to the clinic a lot. Um, That's cool. They, they get a lot of work in and, um, we just try to help any kids. You, if you know their kids, they're young. So, K through 12, if you want to come and, you play basketball and as soon as the season's over, if you play football, we'll be doing clinics and drills and it'll be a good time. You should come out and your kid will love it. I'm telling you, it'll be a great time. Awesome. That's and, uh, you can follow us on, uh, uh, for, uh, Instagram at Francis underscore sports or Twitter on Francis underscore sports.
0: And of course, you're on Twitter at AJ Francis 410. Um, Aaron, what's coming up? Or I guess we start with this. What's your Twitter?
2: At the Aoster.
0: What's our Twitter?
2: At Jobbing Out Show.
0: Our Gmail account.
2: Jobbing Out Show at Gmail dot com.
0: Um, by the way, you got some ideas. We started banning about the hundredth show because um, we're ten away now wow. from our hundredth yeah. show. So we started the three of us. We were texting about it this week and some ideas. But if you guys have some ideas for you know we i i've been talking about wanting to do another get together another gathering something like that and i guess we should probably do that if we're going to before like the football season ends cuz then Asia's... what is the actual date for the 100th show oh god let's add
2: it is assuming we don't skip any for the holidays or anything it will be the week uh, the the wednesday would be february 8th that would be the wednesday after the super bowl
1: sounds right
0: you you're gone by then right
1: um I am, unless we're in the Super Bowl. Well, right. Yeah, <laughs> I maybe mean,
0: a different – I mean, look, we're we're all rooting for that now, dog. You I assure mean, you. Cousins
2: keep slugging the ball away. Like, Kirk you. has been balling. I'm no, just saying. No, he's
0: ridiculous. That's a good point. All right. Well, wh- if you've got some ideas, if you've got something that you think we should do for the 100th show, let us know. We really would like to do another studio party or something like that, or we can go somewhere. I
1: mean – Oh, you guys are already planning on coming down for WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. we are, are kind of planning on that at this point. So I was going to say, I mean, if we're not in the Super Bowl, I'm 100% going to be in my house. Oh, so you're saying we <laughs> host the 100 show from Orlando?
0: Yes. I had another idea. We were talking about doing uh, Aaron's bachelor party in Las Vegas. You know um, who starts residency in Las Vegas in March? <clears throat> All I've known is that I once had a dream where Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn were wrestling there and they were playing music at the same time. I talked about it on this show. That's the Backstreet Boys. I'm gonna be the like, one to say it. The Backstreet Boys <laughs> are starting a Vegas resident city resident residency. Yeah, <laughs> boys.
2: Actually, I was, I was looking. I was looking through uh, March weekends. I realized Ring of Honor has a pay per view ah, in Vegas, ah, which would be awesome. And then I realized it's the same weekend as the Big Ten tournament. Ah, who cares.
0: Uh, we're it's going. NBC. You have a job. You're the worst. Yeah, right. Nobody likes you. Uh, <laughs>
2: Apparently, more people don't like AJ. Right. So that's
0: true. All right. Uh, anyway, yeah. Email us ideas for show number one hundred. And what's coming up at the Baltimore Sun and Rolling Stone? Um, <laughs> <What>?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to steal your. I was just trying to get out funny because. Apparently, Apparently, we did, we did give him. More but me. we that, also did give AJ the
0: title that, of being true. earlier he, in the cause, show. Cause I did it from Because he had the TLC
1: 2010.
0: Yeah, we did strip because it from he knew that, give it to AJ.
2: Uh Wrestling stuff. <laughs> yeah, you're the worst.
0: All right, follow me at Glenn Clark Radio on Twitter. It's GlennClarkRadio.com. Uh, I don't know. Somehow we make it through every week. I'm Glenn, and he's Aaron, and he's... The main event. Ben, Ben. A.J. Francis of the Washington Redskins, and this is Jobbing Out. Jobbing Out.